Hey, 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 welcome to the Really Charlie Podcast, where I try to bring to you some educational and inspirational speakers, whether they're authors, you know, singers, dancers, entertainers, community activists, whatever it may be. We are really trying, really, like, really, like, really, 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 really trying to get the message out. I know, really? Yeah, yeah, really, we're really trying to get this message out. So join me on the Really Charlie Podcast once, twice, three times, four times a week, it all depends. If you want your story out there, just reach out to me. And I'll put you on the Really Charlie Podcast. God bless. And stay blessed. Take care. Hey, 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 welcome to the Really Charlie Podcast. Today's guest is my brother, not from another mother, my brother from Nona May, Kevin Perry. Um, Thank you. What's up, bro? No, I appreciate you having me. And, uh, I hear you had a number one uh, podcast, so, you know, and real honor to be on your show and uh because you know i was going to retire before i can get on a podcast and then you that was just the only way i could get on one was for you to have your own show i appreciate that man always looking up for your little brother hey i had to pull a lot of strings to get you on this podcast you know it took a lot man i had to talk to a lot of people man and uh you know i'm glad you're here you know, Malik wanted you. Malik wanted you on here. You know, your wife called me like fifty times yesterday. Put you on. You know, it's a lot of pressure. You know. Hey, by the uh, way, I want to. I got to tell you, man. Um, I can't keep it in no longer. Um, I want you to know that you were adopted. And um, and. Nona May adopted you from Charlie Perry, and, um, you know, we felt bad for you. I remember walking. I was about one years old, and she said, Charlie, uh, just take care of this little boy for me, all right? You know, go play in your room, stuff like that, and, and I took you on, you know, because I'm well, beautiful. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But I'm definitely got that deep blood in me, man. We uh, do. Um, uh, there's a lot of things you don't know, you know, about me, like where's Vanessa? <laughs> yeah, that's why. What's what happened to your your rocket up there? That Chinese rocket, you know, what happened? You know, was that your fault? Probably, well, no, no. See, what happens is, um, you know, they have a law now. You could have wheat, you know, and I did, you know, I stopped in the park and was still in the bathroom and some ass tried to drive the damn rocker without me. Like, boom, hey, I'll be right there. I ain't got any cigarette, but, yeah, man, it was a big problem that day, man. Never forget that day. 
It's high as hell. It was good weed, though. I, I, so I, I bought it off my, my nieces. Was your nieces? Correct. Oh, yeah. man. Must be one of your other brother's kids, right? Oh, I ran on my nieces. I know y'all are a cop, man. I'm going to say who it is, but I, I'll i say they're my nieces. But, you know, one of them might have a cop as a dad. I ain't trying to mess up all that. My batteries are low on that. That's all right. I can hear you good. You don't need those. Sorry, little technical difficulties over here. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Hey, right, hey so... So you're an astronaut? You're like spaced out? All the time, man. Woo! All the time. Man, I got to be at a certain age. I said, I'm going to live, man. It was so hard to live when I was young. You know, with so many things going on. You couldn't, wasn't like, you know, these kids now have, a, have it easy, but don't have it easy, you know. So, you know, I, I was appreciated by having elders watch me. You know, and I try to give that same love to the to the kids that were growing up when when I was there. You know, but after that, it, it just disappeared. You know, toys and TVs, TVs. Right. And... So we got your boy Gumby on the on the comment section there. I, you know, I wonder if he could tell us some stories about you. Man, Charlie, I'll tell you about me and Gumby, man. We we just used to just get on the bus and go, you know. We figured out, you you know, you get a bus pass, you know what I mean, from the school, and it costs you 30 cents, and then you go anywhere. So we figured out that the Crenshaw bus always ran 24 hours. So no matter where we got lost, if we made it to the Crenshaw bus, you know, from wherever, from wherever we was, Disneyland, Knott's Farm, wherever, we could get home, you know? But the thing was, getting home, we had to pass three different games on the same corner, you know what I mean? And by by luck, we they would we see them, they see them, we duck, we go, and then we run. So the whole adventure getting home after you just came from the amusement park was, whoo, we made it again. But you know what we did? We got back on that bus again and did it again and did it again and did it again and even though you know we we were we wasn't from California, so we just was wise guys. So we thought we could do it. It was an adventure, you know, like country kids. You know, even though we're city kids, but we're country kids. Like, so we're like, oh shit, we we've been chasing white folks all this time, chasing us. This ain't nothing. These dudes can't see. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It, it was it was crazy, man. When one time we had Malik with us. And, we like the dude. The car went around the block to come find us. We were in the bushes, man, and they just they didn't even see us, man. They're so dumb that they 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 actually stopped where we were. We were in the bushes, but they didn't think we were that smart to go in the bushes because they were they were saying to themselves, "I ain't going in that motherfucking bushes." Hell no. We country shit. We, excuse me. I'm sorry. I get like Samuel Jackson sometimes, man. I gotta relax. But yeah, so we just we just sit in the bushes and Malik didn't say anything because we told him shh and for once Malik was shh and he didn't move, you know what I mean? And then, you know, then when Malik, you know, would be on our way home, he'd be like, Yo, we get out of the bushes, here comes another car. So every car now, 
he thought was we were hiding in the bushes, man. So sometimes Malik had scratches on his leg, and, on, and my mother said, "Where my kid get that scratches?" I said, "Man, that kid's always playing in the bushes, man. I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, man. Oh, we used to dab. We, me and Gumby used to ditch school and go to Hollywood. We seen like we, one day with like the dude from Fame, um, the dancer there. Um, he was running from everybody and and me and Leroy. Yeah, Leroy. And we were at the Capitol Records. Me and Gumby. We were just like, you know, we were trying to get it, you know, because we heard that they got radios on Hollywood Boulevard for twenty bucks, and they're like you know, $300 radios. So yep. we just went there to shop for radio, different radio. And this dude was like, hide me, hide me. And we were like, this fucking guy. Excuse me, I'm guessing again. Who's this guy, man? He got braids, you know, to me and gum. You know, we're like, this, hey, man, don't come near us, man, you homeless. That's what we're thinking as he's coming, you know. And and he's, and then he, he says, you know, he took off his shirt and you could see the, then we're like, oh, he's a tutti fruity. You know what I mean? Oh, man. Who are you? And then he's some from fame, you know? And and we seen a whole bunch of people coming around that corner. And we just hid. He just hid, hid behind us. You know, they didn't, they wasn't thinking he was with us. You know, we were just sitting there chilling. And they just kept running and kept running and kept running past him. Man, he shook our hands and then went into the Capitol uh, building. You know, it was, it was too fast for us to react. You know, we just... We're naturally do it. So things would happen to me and Gumby. We didn't. We just. It just happened. One time we were we were walking, and um, Night Rider. He was. Um, they were doing a shot. A shot, and um, me and Gumby just happened to walk, and um, the guy was running at us with the um, purse, you know. And he's supposed to stop at the clip after he gets around the corner, but we happened to be coming around the corner, you know, coming from the Hollywood Hills coming down, you know, because we walked everywhere. You know, we, we pretended, you know, we go to the swap meet and we had clothes that looked like we were famous at this time now. You know, 50 cent shots. Everybody thought they costed $25,000. You know, we were Gucci'd up, but they didn't check. They wasn't close enough to check the labels. But anyways, the guy's running up and me and Gumby were like, yo, get he took that lady's purse. And we about to clothesline that dude. You, the dude's face was like, huh? Wait, it's a movie. It's a movie. Wait, and, and me and Gum was like, oh, oh, oh. You know, you, you know, we're still like that country kind of city. And we was like, oh, oh, yeah, you know, okay, all right. You know? And then um, so the guy came. He was in a chair because at that time they had them. them uh director was in the chair and he was on the road, you know, they investigate. So he comes around. The gun, he loads himself in the chair. He says, oh, hey, man, um, you know, how'd you like being an extra, you know? Because he didn't want that scene out. So, you know, he paid us 50 bucks each at that time. We signed a cassette, and that was my first time in a movie. And me and Gumby by accident, you know? We never seen the clip because we, you know, we, why would we have time for TV? We were always out, you know? And we didn't know it was going to happen again, you know? We went one time on a Coca-Cola commercial. And, um, you know, we accidentally were sitting in, in a, the McDonald's was just opening and um, we uh, we sat there. But see, at that time, we didn't know we could get money for that. They just you just signed a consent and they gave you 50 bucks. And me and Gumby were like, you we're rich, man. Let's go back to Hollywood and go buy another radio. You know, 
and we just it's all we did you know and then come back you know you know we, we were into things you know uh, anything anything to do with singing and it's just like we were you know we used to just you know we we called the awk crew always kicking it crew because we always kicked it and did stuff man. You know, it, it was wonderful time back there man you know that's nice that's nice yeah. Yeah. So does so does Malik still got them scars? No, you know, she hey, he 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 got on a horse, you know, he looked all like a cowboy pretty, you know. I know his wife sees that cowboy hat and, and him on a horse. He's like, He looks so cute. He never looked like that again now. He you know, got that Spanish look now, man. Woo. I tell I tell people, Malik's my brother, they'd be like, hey, Malik ain't your brother, he's Puerto Rican. I said, Yeah, he's my brother, man. You know what I mean? You know? Yeah, Malik, hey, I took Malik on, on this ride one time, man, uh, Space Mountain, man, and we went on it, and he barely made the hype, but, you know, he was a he was a trooper, man, and you could see his face, man, it was, it was like, all through the ride, man, it was in the dock, you know, but I could, they lighted up, you know, and he was a trooper, because he went through that, man, me and Malik used to do the scariest rides, I... I don't do scary rides no more, but well, Malik, I just wanted to do it, man. We used to have fun, man. We really do. Malik was my thing, man. I'd be like, my mother, you know, she'd give me money. I was like, all right, if I go, I knew I knew where to shop, you know what I'm saying? So I go, I take the bus to, um, down to Old Town Mall. You know, it's you they got, they got stuff you, you can get. You know, they got stores in there that look reasonable, but you know, it took took about two, three hours to get there. But it was only costing me 30 cents in a transfer. So, oh, I'm going, you know. And it, I'd go, I'd get nice clothes and stuff. And I just looked apart everything I did, you know. And then, I don't know, man. Malik was, I loved Malik, man. We did everything. Wasn't, to Malik did so much when he was a kid that he can't do anymore right now that he didn't do because... I wasn't letting this. I wasn't letting them gangs take my little brother, you know. So, if we were gonna do it, we're, we're gonna die because we're doing something. We're going somewhere fun or whatever, you know. Yeah. Hey, yeah. it's um, it's cool. So we got we got a lot of people listening and viewing. So, but um, no, you started this conspiracy that I was your father, man. What's up with that? Yo, I was just about to get to that, man. You know, I, I'm going in the store and I'm seeing these these guys, you know, and I know them, you know. But, you know, I went to California, so they they went to, with me to elementary, but they didn't go to junior high with me, you know, in high school. So, you know, I come, and I'm, I'm seeing them in the store and they say, hey, Kevin, how you doing, man? Yo, what's up? And I'd be like, hey, what's up? I don't know who they are, you know, but I know the face, you know. So I'm saying, yeah, I'm doing good, man. Oh, yeah. So you came back to California, and I was like, yeah, I did. Oh, man. Hey, your father's a good guy, man. Now I'm thinking, oh, maybe he's my father's, you know, friend's kid and stuff. You know, I'm like, I don't know, whatever. He says, hey, um, your father's ran for me, huh? And I said, oh, yeah, he did. Now I know I got this dude. I got this dude because I'm like, yeah, man, yeah. Charlie's my dad, you know. That's my dad, you know. I'm proud of him. You know, I'm really proud of him, you know. You're, you're no good, man. Really, Kevin? Oh, man, shoot. Yeah, really? 
Man, so hey, hey, that ain't the only story. Landon used to tell people he was Kevin, you know what I mean, until they found out he was Landon. You know, that's why, you know, he is who he is right now because no one knew who he was. You know, he got away with everything. <laughs> yeah. <Huh? laughs> so, um, you know, oh, happy I, birthday, Jason. Gotta tell him, yo, shout that's out. That's right. That's right, man. Happy birthday, Jay. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. You know, hey. Charlie, I, I know people appreciate you, you know. Y'all y'all the face of the Beckett, you know, and, and you know, the things you do is what instilled in me to do under the bridge, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you you so the the whole influence of me and you, you know, changed a lot of these kids and I'm I'm proud of, of what we did, you know, and I I'll never take that back. You know, the Perry Pina Grace Curry and still make in us is is truly family you know what people you know friends or whatever and i know we love or hate you, you people hate us sometimes but i i figure it like this if you like me then i do my job if you hate me then i bet you you love me back you know what i'm saying that's a, that's that's the key to like you know be successful when you're hot and you'll be good you know I love you, bro. I appreciate this, man. And um, I hope my career, you know, blossoms now because, you know, I opened up for Chops, you know, and he, he got married and he's still singing and I'm done. You know what I mean? I don't understand that part, you know, stealing songs and stuff. He's famous, you know, so I had a rough life, you know. Stealing songs? Which, which, which song did, did he steal from you? Oh, child, we we're still in court. I can't release that information. You know what I mean? Right now, you know, but, um, I'm still proud of him. I'm a number one fan. You know, The Rock. I love The Rock. You know, I I, I appreciate The Rock like before he appreciates appreciates himself, man. He uh, you know, and and he, he's just an inspiration. You know, even you know, I try to call him and just keep inspiring him because you know, one time, you know kids was in his video he didn't even understand that you know a kid that's having problems at home and but he got a chance to be in your video you know so things change for the rock when he can understand things you know i like mike too mike the say show man you know he, he's he was a big influence on me to respect the the league because i didn't respect i thought the refs were just out to get us i just really did you know and, and mike you know sat and talked and i learned to appreciate him after that you know I, you know, I became a menace, should I say. You know, I learned that, you know, how to do things. I, I learned how to flop from Michael Consation. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's so, a that's a big thing. flop, man. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, he taught me that, man. I, was, dude, I love him, man. Dude, you know? he's big bone, man. Yeah, yeah, he is. No, but, and, and big, big Reggie Victor, you know, he's an inspiration to me, too, man. I, I love that guy, man. You know, he... He, he 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 was going through some times after his friend died and you know me and him picked right up right after that and you know we've been inspiring each other for a while you know i i like that too you know it, you know so, so you, new Bedford's my heart you know so you, you hung with reggie when he was slick rick oh man yeah he retired and i got mad man i was just getting into the things and stuff he said oh kevin we gotta retire you know what um hey you know he, he is you, who he is. Why would you retire from Slick Rick, man? Uh, he retired himself, Charlie. You know, he's, you know, forcing himself because he does too many shows, you know. He can't handle it, you know. He had to relax. He's a pupper now, so they'll yeah. appreciate that. 
He had all them groupies following him, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yo, he, you know, he got tons of followers. People don't understand being a DJ. You know, you got to do different crowds, you know. And he, he was a pleasure, you know, doing different crowds. People enjoyed him, you know. So, and the music he put on, he, it would make you dance. He didn't get you off the dance floor. He got you on the dance floor. You know? Oh no! Here's some fighting words, man. Just like you say, bang bang. You know. But this, this is, now this is foolishness. Said, so oh let my him go, God. don't let him go before he explains why the Perrys could never beat the Haywards. You know hey. what? That, uh, that. Uh, hey, all of them together, they're like 18 feet high. And they couldn't beat us. How many I, times we, how many times we blocked Sean Haywood? Yo, like, listen, I, because of the Haywards, I became the greatest player ever at Monty's Pop. <laughs> because they inspired me, man. And it's stuff I used to do to them was embarrassing. And they just kept coming back every year, man. You know? And, they, you know, I'm glad because, you know, D Dana and Derek learned how to, you know, dribble. You know what I'm saying? So they took it off the football court and they were like, yo, we're too tall. They're beating us on the football field. My quarterback, Anton Andre, never got sacked. We put him in white. All the time, just to prove they couldn't sack him. And he went home clean. We could have did Tide commercials. We were so clean. You know what I'm saying? You know? But Sean, he, he uh, Sean always got stuck playing me, and that that was embarrassing because I, I was too good for him. But if he, he – they, they taught me how to, like, block people and, and be happy. You know what I mean? Because that's all they could do was block. You know what I mean? So I got that, like – Ain't nobody ever played against me that I didn't block. You may have beat me, but I blocked every player that played against me at one time. And I learned that from the Haywards, you know, because defense was their thing. But then, you know, once they started shooting, you know, I mean, they probably can beat us now. You know what I'm saying? You know, if we lower the hoops to eight feet, you know, and they put J.J. in the front of me, you know, that way I don't have to block them all the time. But <laughs> other than that, you know. Shoot. Hey, the, my best games was what me and Ryan Sudo bump and thump against Nate Victor and, and Robert Davis. We used to embarrass them. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. And Nate, oh, man, poor Nate, man. He used to be so mad because he can't lose. To Fat Ryan? Oh, my God. And old Kevin? Oh, my God. We used to, they, and then, and then they used to always try to find new pox to play us. Like, you know what I mean? So Bobby be searching on his car, you know what I mean? And then we, we end up in Paynarium one time, you know what I mean? And they were like, oh, play now, you know what I mean? Because first of all, you know, they just want they just want to play ball, child. You know what I mean? And they're like, they got enough runs, we're going to play. Oh, my God, that hoop was so small. I was like, oh, I was Michael Jordan, Dominique Wilkins, all together. Boy, man. They must have smelled ass crack all day because my butt was on their <laughs> foreheads. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, man. That was Hilarious. fun, man. You know? And, and, and Ryan Sudo, God, man, he, he's a ball player when, when, I, when he plays with me. No, no, hey. no. Because he, he gets – I make him play. You know what Who I mean? I make him play. Who's that, Ryan? Yeah, Ryan Sudo, hey. man. Hey, check this out. I'll tell you a story about Ryan, right? We took him, we took Ryan fishing. Yeah. So we go to Hurricane Dyke. You know, Ryan had everything. He he took everything from his grandfather. He, you know, grandfather had everything. Ryan's like going into Walmart, you know, 
in the in the you know Ryan will get this. He got the fish pole, got tackle box, got the hat, got everything. So we take Ryan to the dike, and uh, so he uses someone's fishing pole. Um, must have been his grandfather. So Ryan's on the on the lower part of the hurricane dike, and he's fishing, fishing. So all of a sudden, something pulled the fishing pole in. Pulled it in. And I'm just looking out to the corner of my eye. All I see is Ryan jump from the hurricane dike into the water. Big splash. All I see is white water all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he ain't worried about nothing else. He ain't worried about nothing else. You just got to get that pole back, man. Mm. <laughs> he, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if he can swim. You know, he just jumped right in there. So, but, uh, no. Let's talk about your late night conversations, you know, when you're calling me late at night. You know, what's wrong with you? You know, I got to I gotta go to work and you're calling me, you know, like like uh, like I got things to do, you know. You know, talk- it's funny. You're retired. So what you're saying makes no sense. Your phone work, should be ringing any time. I'm a bus driver, bro. I got to wake up early. Uh, well, hey, that's the time you get up is when I call, you know what I'm saying? You know, but it, it, Charlie, you know, you started that because you used to call me. People don't understand that you started the late night drinking, calling people, man. Because, see, people don't understand that when you get a certain limit, Michelle goes home and you're by yourself. And when you're by yourself, you're like, ah, oh, man, where's Kevin at? You know what I mean? You could be in a meeting with, like, 85 cops, but if you's a drunk, you're going to call me up, and I'll be like, Kevin, hey, Kevin, this cop wants to smoke a joint with you. I'll be like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? And then you'll hang up, you know what I mean? And then you'll have somebody like a DJ in a pink suit call me and start rubbing stuff in and talking crazy, too. So now that I'm at the age, after 50, I figured I can get even. So I'll call you right when I know because you got girls, you know what I'm saying? So now you understand the problems I have, you know? The problem is when you go to the bathroom and then you look on your toilet paper and you got a full row, right? You're like, ooh, I'm safe. I'm safe. I can go to the bathroom. So you don't, you, then you do go to the bathroom and now you look, it's almost halfway where you're like, ah, forget it, you know what I mean? I shouldn't have to go to the liquor store right now and get toilet paper. So That's where I you wait. get your toilet paper? Yeah, definitely, definitely, you know what I mean? While everybody was at the epidemic trying to chase down toilet paper, I was getting at the liquor store, you know? So I was like, hey. And this guy gets upset when my wife buys toilet paper. She's been buying toilet paper for two months now. I don't know. He's, the liquor store is going to go out of business. But why, sure. why, why, girls, why girls don't say, oh, there's no more toilet paper? Why, why, why you got to actually sit down and shit? Excuse me. Jim <laughs> Before you find out you got no toilet paper. But you knew, you knew there was some before you left, you know? But I don't know. I guess I got to put a sign up that says, get toilet paper. But it'd be all right if you didn't leave the house. But when you leave the house six times to do stuff for like your sister, you know, Molly, Sally, and Fred, you know what I mean? And you come back. And each time you went, you went to a store. You know what I mean? And then a dollar store? Because you can't say you're cheap. 
if you walk in the dollar store and you know you got toilet paper, you ain't got toilet paper, you got a problem, man. You trying to catch me without no toilet paper, so I have to use my hands to wipe my ass. You know what I mean? That's a setup, you know? So, so you do, know? Do you get you get a rewards card at the liquor store? Oh, definitely, man. He, Hey, man, what? one day I walked in, you know, it, it's recently because, you know, she my wife just started buying toilet paper. You know what I mean? Because she don't want me to. She's getting mad because I keep saying, damn, no more toilet paper? But I'm saying, if you were tired of that, you would have shut me up a long time ago. Not now. But anyways, I walk in liquor store. Man, this dude said, I ain't seen you in so long, man. He said, here. Here's the toilet. Wipe your ass on me. And me and him both <laughs> laugh and laugh, man, because he knows the struggle. You know what I mean? He knows the struggle, you know what I mean? He says, I know, man. But see, it's different, like, because if I go to the store with my mother, like, she buys, like, these 50 rows, and, and with her, it's like heaven. It's like, here, you guys can have two. And I'm like, oh, man. Ma, don't give me those. And she's like, no, you, you can use them. I say, Ma, that's going to last me a year. You know what I'm saying? In my house. You know what I'm saying? She goes, oh. She goes, go ahead and take it. So, you know what I mean? So when you go with when you go with your mother, stay by jumbos for what? I don't know. You know what I mean? But in my house, we're like, oh, just just run and get that single. Single? No, we need no single. Wait, don't worry. I'll get it. I'll get it later at the other store. That so don't work. Do it. So that first experience when you got when you got toilet paper in the liquor store, was that like buying tampons for your girl or your wife no. you know oh no it was fun it was fun because the guy the guy was like you know he just i used to go to the liquor store and in the old you know portuguese guy and he you know he got he had to retire just you know a couple of years back, whatever but um so the indian guy's been transforming it little by little into his store you know you know something to if the Portuguese guy could have did, he could have still stayed in business. You know what I'm saying? It's just weird. You know, a guy owns his own store and then he has to leave. But anyways, you know, so I, you know, I told him I like the guy. And from that day on, the owner, you know, the actual owner, he's been like a, you know, a real cool guy to me, man. Like, because he understood. I told him, you know, neighborhood's important to me. You know, so I, I like, I like going in the store and they, and they know me. You know what I mean? Well, I, I hated going in a store and they looked at me like I was a nigger. You know what I mean? I'm used to that, you know? It's like you, some stores you didn't want to go in. But now I'm older and I got this attitude like I'm me. Now I earned it. I earned it. You know what I mean? I earned my my world, so I'm going to have my world just like they had theirs, you know? And, and so, it's easier. It's easier now to go talk to people. I've got the gift of the gab now. It's like before you just had to hit and run. They shouldn't have gave freedom of speech to me. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Brandon wants to get that hook up, you know, so he doesn't live too far from you, you know. Why don't you, you know, get an extra two rolls of toilet paper and bring it to the house, then go back home, you know. It's not too far away. You know, I love I love Brandon. Brandon's just a different breed because like what he went through, you know, it, it's 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 you know, it's it's the experience because you know, I went through tough times, and and you know, like I I can't I couldn't get help where I was because I was in the streets. You know what I mean? So, 
to listen to his stories and everything about him. He, he just reminds you of if I had, you know, a son with blood, it'd be him. You know, I mean, he's just like me. He, he acts like me. He's funny like me, plays sports, you know. No disrespect to his fathers because he's part of them too and he's all about them, you know. He's he's a family man and, you know, he, he allows me to have my Perry side and, and he, he allows himself to have that young in him. And I, I appreciate everything about him, man. Because when we had a bunch of girls around, it was only me and him. You know, we only had mothers and aunts and, and our daughters, you know. So it will, we I like we gotta stick together, man. We're we're outweighed, you know what I mean? You got stepmothers and, and, and in laws and all everybody's a girl. It's just me and you. So when I had him, I was like, Oh shit, you ain't going nowhere. You ain't going <laughs> we're staying together, man. You know, and we've been locked like I told him, like, you know, I'll never like I don't care. Like you can't you can't take Brandon away from me. Like so w- what you do as a marriage is work it out in this house you know what i mean and in that house too we gotta work it out because he, he's he's here for life you know what i mean you know but my daughter's a good choice you know both my daughters are, are so you know what i mean they're perfect like they you know their beauty you know it's all me you see it perry penal love you know what i'm saying they because if you have two you know what i mean they both look so beautiful it's got to be me you know what hey I mean? so and Larissa got like a hundred thousand followers, man. It's on IG, man. Yeah, she's she's she she makes me the when she does it, which makes me it keeps my superstar look. You know what I mean? Because I I went to California to be a superstar. So when I see her, I'd be like, see, I knew I could have been a model. Look, look at my <laughs> daughter. You know what I mean? I told you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, hey, remember this time we were on uh, we were in one of my older cars, you know. Oldsmobile Cutlass, and uh, it's you and I in the front, and Malik in the back. You remember that story that time? And you called him something? You don't remember? No, Charlie. No, I don't remember. Come on. Can, can you remind me? Can you no, remind me? Why don't you tell the story, man? <laughs> no, because I kind of don't remember it. You yes, know? You, yes, you do. No, I don't. I don't remember, but... You know, I remember something about it. Just tell me the nickname, and I'll tell you the tell you the story. Okay, that way you announce the nickname. You know? what? All right, Malik, you call him a nymphomaniac. My little brother is a sex maniac, man. I just wanted you to know, but I didn't want to be the first to tell you guys. You know what I'm saying? You know, we're riding, we're riding in the car, I believe. You know, and uh, somehow or another, you know. I, 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 we just, you know, kids, we're just laughing. I think it was it's just so funny. And I turn around and I told Maliki, y'all are nymphomaniacs. <laughs> but to me, it was me using big words. You know, I don't know. My brain was starting to be evolved you know, at that time. And I learned a word and I said it and it sounded so funny that it's, linked on for years now so wasn't wasn't you and gumby taking trigonometry in middle school oh man the, the thing about going to california is is uh, your your brain is way smarter than them so you know what i mean they, i me and gumby look i took a test and graduated in the 10th grade all right they call it california pacific exam you know after that i took classes you know what I mean? That were just, you know, 
whatever you had to do as a major, you know what I'm saying? Four classes at 12 o'clock, we were down the street flipping burgers for our neighbor. So, because we had to use his house to go to school. Well, his burger shop, it was our address to go to Crenshaw. By the way, they, they were world champions that year we went there. You know, me and Gumby gave them luck. You know what I'm saying? But we started flipping burgers and it was from then on. I, I don't know. People taught us how to manipulate the system and me and Gumby ran with it, man. We ran with it, man. It was, it was nice, man. I, every time you say Gumby, I got more stories you don't, you don't even know. But let's talk about how when when you when you try to bribe us. You Wait like, one second. Oh. Reggie Victor says he's coming out of retirement. What a great feeling it will be July 3rd. It'll be at Monty's Park, your place. So. Yeah, he said that. That's a great feeling, you know what I mean? My place, my home, you know what I mean? And my big DJ to come out of retirement and, you know, you know, people don't understand, man. You know, when I'm when I'm in that park, I I cry. I you know I get sentimental. It's not it's not because of the territory. It's it's because of all the people that had to go through things to get us where we are now. You know, and and and, they, and people don't understand that part. You know, we we all were in in one area at one time because we were Panthers. You know, and then once everybody started not you know getting things they wanted we all separated and that was the worst thing as a community you know we for, we forgot what we were fighting about and became fighting against each other you know but yeah yeah that's my home man I, I love that place you know the front was our first home charlie you know don't forget that you know we came back from boston and we lived over there right you know we we lived where it started you know where um my father and, and all of them you know created right there they started that you know and, and so we so, lived in the, we lived in the lane. We lived on Chancery Street. Yeah. You know, did a lot. So, yeah, I, I I'm definitely my blood is all through New Bedford. You know what I mean? But I I I don't know. You know what I mean? It, there's things there's things that just thrill me. Like like I say about this car. You you let us you let us use your car, the Pinto, and you told us you know you can use the MPA plate, and we had it in it. We we had weed fucking coming out that car like fucking Cheech and Chong, you know what I mean? And every yo the smoke, and we didn't care because we were like, we got Charlie's car. This car we ain't pulling us over. And I just got my license, you know. Well, then I was chilling. I was like rolling Tyrone Barrett, you know. I love I love that kid, Charlie, Tyrone Barrett and Mike Lopes, you know, and then the Gants and go ahead. I don't mean to cut it, but I like to say, you know, I love them. You know, I love a lot of people. But yeah, so the carpool is over, man. And hey, hey, wait, wait, wait. This is where I got the pinto from. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so Damon. Yeah. You know, I got I got the the pinto from mom's man. She was like, that She was like, Charlie, I got a car for you. You know, sold me it. I love that thing. You know, it. You could put a love seat in the back, but I I tried it. You know, I had to move something. You know, but yeah, I, that, I I still think of that pinto, man. That was reliable. That was this. That's the original Cheech and Chong car right there, man. That hey, car get, was stoned and took y'all. He took your plate and to tell Charlie to come get that plate from me. He, I was like, yo, we just got a police officer stoned. We're going to the feds. That's what I told him. I said, we're going to the feds, man. Charlie comes back to that plate. You know what I mean? I said, fuck it, let's go to the Cape. You know what I mean? 
We turned around, went to Wareham and started riding around. We were like, hey, we're going to get pulled over. When, you know Charlie ain't letting us use the car no more. We might as well have fun. Man, we end up at a keg party. We end, we, we had so much. That is like, where, dude, where's my car? Oh, my God, Charlie. Your car went everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Shoot. I remember that time you thought you knew how to drive, and we were coming back from the Cape, and you missed the exit. And I, you told me, oh, don't worry. I got this. I said, oh, you got this? Okay. I closed my eyes. And you were almost taking us to New Hampshire. I woke up. Yo, what are you doing, man? It's a wrong exit. I said, I thought you knew what you were doing. You're trying to kick, take us to New Hampshire. You don't know where that is in the woods. You know what I mean? Bigfoot and all that. He's trying to kill us over here. You know what I mean? Yo, Buck was in the back and, and his brother. And they were like, oh, my God, man, Charlie. Yo, really, that was the funny. That was really, the funny. Really, Kevin? Yeah, man. That, that was big- crazy. Bigfoot's in California, West Coast. Don't, you know? Hey, it don't matter. Yeah, I just was mad because you tried to say you knew what you were doing and you don't know what you were doing. And I was like, shoot. I, hey, did you know, did your, did your audit, audit, I mean, audience know how you and John Lombard used to get me in trouble? And that's how everybody thinks I'm bad because you two used to hang things, throwing matches in cars. I'm getting chased down the street after I was talking to a girl and 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 and, you know i I, when i was young i liked to talk little you know girls that was my thing you guys were burning shit messing up my thing i and i remember times i i was playing house and come people knocking on my door and say how'd you get in here you were just outside over there breaking that lady's window we see you you troublemaker and the girl can't date me no more and stuff like that. And I'm the nice guy reading books, Einstein and math and all that. And, and I'm getting in trouble because of Pickles Jr. and the whiz kid over here. That's oh, it. people don't know that, though. What? Yeah, man. How about over here? You know, hey, people, thank Charlie and John Lomba for going school because they used to go in there reading magazines and they dropped them, tried to inspire experiment with a cigarette they dropped the cigarette because bruce and bonner caught him on there and next thing you know they burned up the whole damn street and now we got gong school so thanks to them two you kids getting an education at gong school so be proud of charlie you know what i mean and john Lama. they're my heroes i love them guys man i never never ever touch matches in my life well you you wouldn't now you wouldn't now Cause yeah, I know I I heard you. I heard when that guy picked me up by my shirt and said, "I know it was you." And you said, "Yeah, it was him." I said, "What? <laughs> what the hell, man?" That's oh it. my god! I think, yeah, it was you. Oh was. man! Really, hey, really, you, Kevin. It was yeah, you. Re- really, really, Kevin. You know really what I'm saying? Kevin, really. We're gonna talk about how you you my bought you that calligraphy fee. Um, thing you thought you were writing in Europe and English and all that stuff. So then you turned all my my real poems into that, and everybody was like, "Wow, that's amazing! It's all in old English and stuff." Oh man, I said, "That's my shut up, boy. Get upstairs. You know your brother did this with the people pen I bought him. I oh did. my god, and, you know." And I was like, "Oh, oh, this is poetic." You know what I mean? My pulse is jumping right now. And then I hear about poetic pulse. What the heck? I was like, oh, you even told my name, man. What the? Whoa, man. You you go, man. You go, Charlie. I'm proud of you, man. 
I'm proud of you, man. You you make me happy. Gotta, hey, gotta, Charlie, another gotta thing. Keep it in the family. You know that dude Vernon, oh man, Vernon, he's a beast in this November. I can't wait for you to like talk to him. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Because he listen, man, you know, these kids all they start out whatever doing what it is. But this dude you know, everything you hear from New Bedford, you know, it, it was originally, you know, started from him. He's, you know, I love him, you know what I mean? Like, you know, everything he put in, you know. And, and he's, he, he, you know, I'm from the South End at that time. He's from the West End. But I always met, blended with him what he did, you know. There's a lot of them out there. You know, I like who Rod's doing. Milton and Andre, my DJ, if I if I ever sing or do something, I'm doing it with that dude, man. Milton's a, a beast, but getting to Vernon, really. man. Vernon, you know, if 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 this culture was anything, it, it's definitely him, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Vernon. Vernon's good. He's doing some great things. Very proud of him. Um, yeah. I yeah. think the date is the 19th. We'll have him on the Really Charlie podcast. Yeah. Um. So, but uh. Hey, another thing, uh, David. Tisha, David, Tisha. I never, I never got to say anything to David, but. David was my inspiration, David Cresci, you know what I'm saying? Because he 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 really, truly, besides Donald, you know what I mean? Because Donald, that's, a, that's my cousin because Uncle Bobby and his bro, a father of brothers, you know what I'm saying? And he was the first person to, when they told me that, I was like, yeah, Donald and me, you know, got the same uncle, you know? And Uncle Bobby thrived on basketball. So, you know, he he's, he's me and Mike Lopes' connection is Donald Wood. When Donald came back to our, 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 our team, you know, it made me, you know, it made me appreciate him a little more because he did it without them. You know, he did it without them, with us. You know what I mean? And that that was so special to win with him. But as far as David, like he, him, whatever me and Michael Oates got in us is definitely David Casacio, you know. And and he he gave me that game, you know. And blame blame Peanut too. I we 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 talk our game. And and before you talk your game, you got to learn how to play. And one time I was just a talker, and I couldn't, you know, get it together, you know. And and what he did to to keep me to, to you know just to keep my mind right to being like, yo, I'm gonna embarrass everybody I play. You know, he 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 forced that into me. And the defense of my game has always came from David. You know, I just wanted to embarrass somebody on defense. I didn't want you know scoring. You know, I, I always can leave it to someone. But the defense, you know, because he. He, you know, he went through some stuff. You know what I mean, and and so, so he's he's a man in blue now, and and so everything he, he he's proved his point that everything he goes through, you know, he's he's there for everybody. You know what I mean, through boys yeah. club and, and and in the streets, and um, you know, he 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 got my route one time over here for the parade because you know when I get on a parade route, you know, it was down in North End, and you know he was he was out there, and I was like David, you know, and this makes me proud to see them, you know. And and Mark, you know, Mark's always coming up to me, you know, and and like they 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 remember we're, we're still their childhood friends, but you know when they need to talk, they talk, and and I I like that about it, you know what I mean? I like I like that, you know, people will, people appreciate us, you know, from from all that, you know, that fight we had with them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, that's that's the, good uh, stuff. It's some good. Good dudes, you know. You know, go back a long time with Donald, you know, David, you know, childhood friends. Now I'm still dear friends with, with both of them. We're still doing our thing, yeah. you know. But uh, our cousin here, Tisha Silva, 
The mayor. The mayor. The mayor. The mayor Yo, is... You want to hear stories about teachers? Listen, man. You know, you know, God rest the Hayward, you know, but, you know, we used to go in there in the bank. We'd be trying to chill and relax, you know. These cats came in from Boston or wherever, right? And we're just relaxing, you know. Me and Dana just wants to relax, you know. Oh, man. You know, we're telling Tisha to chill. Tisha wants to beat everybody up, man. She's knocking people out over logs. He's doing everything. Me and Dana just standing there, you know, like, Tisha, we just wanted to get drunk, you know what I mean? Now you got us all over here, you know what I mean? You're beating everybody up. She was a bully, Charlie. She knocked out about 12 fucking dudes from Boston, you know what I mean? And we're like, you know what I mean? And then she said, now get back in there and let's go have a drink. I said, okay, that's my cousin. That's the fucking man. She ran shit. You know what the cops did? They said, oh, that's Tisha. Let's get out of here. Hey, you know what? It, it, that's why Jay was one of the fastest kids in the South then, man. Yeah. Because he, he had to run home, you know. Oh, mother's yeah. Gonna, mother's going to whip him, man. He, oh, man. He put, the swish, he put the swish on, on Nike, man. He running so fast. Hey, they, you know? they don't understand. Like, you know, I, I played with family when I played. I played with her son. And, you know, in Dana's league, and, and we lit it up, you know. We were, he was one of my one of my underdog team that, you know, we, we carried. Like, people didn't think we could do things, you know. I had a bunch of those teams, but, yeah, that was my little cousin on that team. And then he was like, KP, KP, come on. You know you're too old to stop. Let me stop. I said, what? I'm too old? Man, that game I had fucking 32 points, man. I had a couple of blocks. But he let him. I let him. I let him start every time after that because I was old. I was hurting for about fucking four weeks and shit with my back hurting. I was all sore. I put ice on it. That's when you knew I was like, oh, it's bones time yeah. to retire. Jake, mm-hmm. that's it. They they got a, they got a girl in the making, man. His daughter's gonna be in the WNBA. Yeah. I'm the first one to say that. You know, she definitely. Uh, you know, um, but. Tisha says, I raised that boy right. Don't mess. Yeah, she sure did, man, you know. And and he, and he clicks with Brandon. So, you know what I'm saying? That's another A-plus with, you know, Brandon. You know what I'm saying? Everybody that, like, all them young kids, you know what I'm saying? They're like, you know, because I was that last of that older generation that hung with younger kids, you know what I mean? And then they decide, oh, that's it, you got to go, you know what I mean? So, but, you know, they, they, that don't happen no more, you know what I mean? Now it's a, a whole generation that hang with whatever. But me, you know, I can hang with them and laugh my ass off. I can't out-drink them no more. I'm, I'm going to say that right now before they challenge me because I know that's coming. You know, I'm I'm a rum shotter guy now. I'm relaxing. You know what I mean? Every yeah. once in a while, it's it's to, you know, margaritas. You know, except for when I'm with Rosemary. Then it's on because her and Bubbles, man... They can put it up there because they start talking and they, they miss, you know, we she misses New Bedford, you know what I mean? So we get to talking and next thing you know, we don't want her to leave, you know what I mean? So we just keep going and then next thing you know, a whole gallon of tequila is gone, you know? So we all go to bed and guess what happens the next day? Oh, damn, I hate you guys. I never want to hang with you again. Oh, man, no, no more. Get, get married to Ralph and Earl? Yep. Oh, man, yep. Killing us, man. You know, I, I love that time, though. I, I'll take them headaches, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. why I have to go for almost 11 days because 
So you know it's going to be two-day hangover somewhere in between that. You know? Then after that, then it's, it's mediocre Mike. I'm going mediocre Mike for the rest of the time I'm there. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I won't so, go out until Rose shows up. It's like a, I don't know, it's just like a Perry thing. We, we just, you know, it's, no, Judy was my favorite, you know. No, I, I love Roberta, don't get that wrong. But Judy, like when, you know, she, she, my hands were frostbite, you know. And at that time, they were telling us it was handicapped, you know what I mean, that we would not be able to do things like that, you know. She inspired me, you know. She took me to to the, uh, the Olympics over here. And then at that time, they had the Junior Olympics in the, uh, um, where the, the school for troubled boys are on Kempton Street, you know what I mean? And um, I whipped everybody's ass. And I was like, yeah, give me them gold medals. But I didn't realize that. You know, so I at that time I was like, yeah, I want to be handicapped for the rest of my life. I'm killing them, you know. But I didn't realize, you know, I was setting myself to fear if I was ready to just give up like that much, you know, right then, you know, and just for some funness, you know. And from that day on, like, you know, I lived, I lived, I, I learned, you know, because everybody was blaming me for whatever my father did, you know, because I looked so much like him. So it was like, but with me and Judy, it was like, you know, brother and sister, you know. And later on, me and Roberta got that bond. But, you know, I my uh, father said he always wanted to protect her. And, you know, I did the damage if I could, but I miss her, man. I didn't think she was going to, it would, that that part of my life would be gone so quick, you know. But, yeah, man, Rose is tough. my girl, man. Auntie Judy is a tough woman, man. Hey, yeah. uh, you know, people take her kindness for a weakness, but. We yeah. both seen her slam a couple of guys on their head, you know. Yeah, yeah, we we know a couple and shit, and a big big name on the end of his name too. You know what I'm saying? Oh uh, yeah, you know. That. No joke. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I oh man, one time right, it's, I don't know. She 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 was dating this guy, you know, rabbit whatever, and he thought he could just tell women whatever, you know what I mean? Like you go do this, you do this. Man, my auntie Judy picked up this big old biker chain. You know about you know biker chains now. He's a biker chain. We don't. I don't know if anybody calls the biker chains now, but the chains they put on their shoulder, ready whip somebody's ass. She picked that motherfucker up and started swinging at that dude. I don't even know what the dude looks like because I never seen him come back. And I guess he was going to get married to her. And, and I was like, "What's this dude, man?" I I I I because of that I don't even know what the dude looks like, but I know she he was gone real fast and Judy. That's when I was like, oh shit, Judy, we gotta get into wrestling. You know what I mean? Do the shit, you know? Yeah, man. Once she got power enough to start fighting back, man, she you know she went from my sister to my hero. You know what I'm saying? You know, always my aunt, but you know what I'm saying, but. She she was real close, you know, and what she did for everybody is is so sound. Like that whole that whole United Front, like you know, was like her and Auntie Laura. You know what I'm saying? And and that 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 part, you them them are the things that kids won't ever see, but it's in my heart, you know. And you wish like if if it was written down in a book, you you know this this is your great Aunt Judy. You know what I mean? This is what she did to keep family this way and that way. You know, it won't it won't get written. You know, but Rhonda's real good at, at making people realize, you know. And Rhonda's strong right now too. She she's real, you know. I I yep. you know, I get 
I got to give her a new method, you know. She's 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 loving it, you know. And because, but if if I had all my place, I would be me, Rose, and and Rhonda locked away in Florida, having waiting for this graduation. You know what I mean? That's my second home. I just you know I just think oh you know, I love New Bedford. I'll be here for as long as I can. But when when I'm ready to like you retire, I'm I gotta go to the water. You know what I'm saying, and I just, I just miss it. You know, California was so so enticing for me. You know, and to not have it so much, you know, you you just miss it. You want it back, and I hope I can get it when I retire. Yeah, you will. But let's, let's speaking of water. Let's talk about your pool time, man. How how do you get all that pool time and that? Pool? Oh not man, yours. you know what? I have to thank my sister and my brother-in-law. Lena and Dewan because you know they they put up with me so much every so when they bought that house, you know the rule was when we all grown up, you know I didn't care what they said when they were kids, but whenever they said is is what they said to me, and you know I got I got a paper my granddaughter signed that she can't make no music without me, you know what I mean? But as as far as that, mean Lena and Richie and all. When we bought a house, whatever, whoever bought it first, I was getting the basement, no matter what, for all the shit I put up with. You know what I mean? They're going to buy me a house, you know what I mean? Or, or not buy me a house, just give me the basement. Because I didn't want to be the first, because I knew if I bought the first, they were all moving in with me, you know? So I was like, just give me a basement. That way I don't have to, you know, I know where I'm going to be. So I once they got that house, I told them, man, that's my basement. So everybody that knows them knows the basement's mine. But then it came with a pool. Oh my God, luxury! And you know, pool's close to the basement, so I think the basement person owns the pool then, because their porch is raised up. Oh. You know, it's like it's raised up, so they have to go up up to get it. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Well, anyways, so the pool starts on the ground. It should be mine, I guess. So I made a deal with them. When they're not home, I'm stealing the pool. So. You know, as soon as the summer hits, it's like, gee, did they, I, I leave work at 10 o'clock sometimes, Charlie. I got time. You know what I mean? I take that time. I send Lena pictures of me in her pool. I send Dewan pictures of me in the pool. You know what I mean? I go live on Facebook, probably talk, yeah. Because, see, there's no sense of having a pool if you ain't enjoying it. You know? Do you see? You ever see them in a the pool? Never. I never see them in the pool, man. So that pool was for me and the kids. You know what I'm saying? But the kids got to understand, you know what I mean? Pool time's my time. So they got to, you know, I sometimes let them come in every once in a while. You know, kids all say, hey, Uncle Kevin, come on, please let us, you know, get in the pool. You know, I'd be like, all right, well, you know. And then they get in and, you know, we're having fun. And then they want to jump on my shoulders and they want to want me to throw them. And, you know, that part's fun. <laughs> you know, especially but, the one, especially when one's been a punk and don't listen all day. Oh yeah, man. but but you know it, it 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 don't matter because I I got good kids around me. They listen, you know. And 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 Dewan, man, if they act up, listen, Charlie here to put them in TV timeout real quick. And when it's TV timeout, you know what that means? It's pool time. And when they're sitting there all mad, Charlie, I backstroke in front of them. Woo! <laughs> you should have got in trouble. You be in the pool with me. Yeah. Oh, shut up, Uncle Kevin. 
Who's gonna stop trouble? And I'd be like, yeah, I'll splash him, and then they'll run. Uncle Kevin just splashed me. I'm like, oh, my fault. My fault. I go back hey. in the water. Now, I love pool time. Let's go on the other side of the family tree. I want you to talk about your sister-in-law, Nicole. You Man. She, I, hey. Remember how Malik was always going to church, and then. You know, then Nicole started going to church, you know, and she like, that was it. It was done. She kidnapped him, you know, yeah. you know, I didn't know after the after school program was Nicole. You know, Malik never came home on time, you know, he meets that girl, you know, he, he was just trying to go to church, you know, pray, read scripture. And then Nicole, she, she still got him kidnapped. How many years? Hey, Charlie, that's my fault. That's my fault. I want to take full blame for that because, um, you know, her father found out I was Malik's brother. You know, Malik was a wild kid, whatever, was getting into trouble. So we get into Johnson and Johnson, and, and he's like, Perry. No kid. You know, you know, he comes up to me like we're in jail. You know what I mean? We're, full, we're, we're filing this stiff. He comes over to me like, yeah. Because nobody likes him. Nobody likes him at the job. That's why we used to say, nobody likes him. <laughs> because George just wants to do what he wants to. And the Portuguese don't like that, man. They don't like what? him. Hey, hey, over. hey. You um, can't be derogatory, man. You're going to get me in trouble. you get me censored. Uh, I'm sorry, man. I, that's, that's a normal word. And they called us that, all of us that. That's what I thought we were. I'm sorry. I'm no, not. The older guys... Yeah. That speak foreign. Yep. Didn't like George. You know what I mean? Because George just thought he knew everything. So George would come over to me and be like, yo, little brother's Malik. Oh, man. man. He's dating my, my daughter, man. Nah, man. That, that ain't happening, man. And I said, what? He's like, you got to give me, you gotta give me something. You got to give me something, man. And I say, well, I just started laughing. What do you mean I got to give you some? You got to give me some help, man. You got to be on my team. You know what I mean? I got to, you know, I really don't like him, man. He gets in trouble. You know what I mean? Hey, just, she, she's calling us a liar now. Honey. You know what I mean? Nah, man. And he, 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 ever since me and him had that talk, like he, I mean, he, he was, George was so funny to me, man. We, we used to just go and work and just mess with these guys and, it was so fun, man. He, he became another one of my brothers. Like, you know, he just, I think he, he just wanted to go to work after that, you know. He'd come up and tell me remedies and stuff like that. But him and Malik kicked it off after that. But he did, didn't like Malik. He, you know, no one's going to like their daughter's boyfriend. You know what I mean? Nobody. You know what I'm saying? But now look at this now. Like, you know what I mean? I love Brandon. You know, you know what I'm saying? So it, it just was like that. He loves Nicole. Nicole is definitely was his baby you know and george i see that in him right now you know but hey. yeah she she definitely got my brother out of church you know because you know i i thought i actually thought malik was going to own his own church you yeah. know what i mean the way yeah. the route he was going he was reading the bible every day and all that stuff and i was like yo good for him man I'm proud pastor, of you, man. pastor perry you know that was that you had a ring to it you know yeah man. nicole came around you know and you know she says Malik was no damn church boy. 
Remember when he, he made that cross and he had Nicole's name in the middle of the cross, you know? Yeah. The crucifix yeah. and everything, yeah. you know? Yeah. It was, oh, he, he, I don't know, he thought he'd seen I, it. I remember that big cross he tried to make, too, because J.J. helped him carry it to her. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. They were in front of her yard. They put the cross, you know what I mean? And, and then they tried to uh, burn a big hot, <laughs> hot around it. Said Nicole, I love you, and they almost burnt the whole neighborhood down. Yeah, but I remember that JJ and um and um Malik, you know, they were good, good, good buddies there when they, you know, they they really. I if you see that matter of fact, if you see that picture Malik got up, you see he has a ring around his finger. He is actually married in the seventh grade because George told him he can't come over here unless he puts a ring on his daughter's finger. So. His daughter said, hey, you got to wear that ring every time you come to my house. And I didn't realize it, but I seen the ring. So, you know, it's it's on his finger in that yeah, picture. He, he, Malik, man. See, she, you know, they're bullies, man. Nicole's a bully, man. Yeah, She's yeah. She's a bully, you know. Nicole, you only had two like... damn kids because I was talking to your father undercover, okay? I was working for him, you know what I'm saying? He That's pressed it. me up against me and was like, yo, you're going to work for me if your daughter's gonna, my daughter's going to be dating your brother. I was like, we ain't mafia. He says, we are now. Don't tell me. Your father's the godfather. What you don't know, you won't yeah. know. He's, oh. plus, he's that military, got that military background, you know? Oh, yeah, man. Uh, Bitch, you don't, come on, you wear bandages and stuff when we and them was hanging out. Shut up, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Go with them stories. Oh. Nicole was in pajamas before the sun went down, man. She was, like, locked up, you know. She couldn't do nothing. But when it came to Malik, man, she was out, out the house like a ninja. Just, she was off, ben, off South First Street quicker than quick, man. Nicole was the one that, um, because you see her always dressing up. She was the one that... Um, that started the, uh, if you wear that long shawl, your father won't know what you're wearing. Yeah. And then when you get outside, you put it in, uh, because at that time, nobody had a real car, so they used uh, their, their friend's Aunt Tilly's old uh, Volkswagen, and they used to throw all the, you know, the, the clothes that they had on inside that big old trunk, because you know you had to have a Volkswagen trunk for all them girls changing their clothes, you know what I mean, to them skimpy outfits, you know what I'm she, saying? That's why my brother hey, don't go to church no more. She had that shawl, right? That big old long shawl. And she used to spin around like Wonder Woman. Wonder mm -hmm. Woman. You yeah, know, yeah. Spin all the clothes off. And yeah. then she had like Daisy Dukes on, a tank top. And I said, damn, man, look at this chick, man. That's why my brother don't come home, man. Get in trouble with Dr. Souza and everything, you know? Right. I told you he was an info. You didn't want to believe me, man. An info, yeah. Yeah, that I mean, dude was crazy. Soon she, see, soon as he seen her belly button, he was like, "Whoa, <laughs> kid! Oh, you know what I mean?" He was all over that. Uh huh. Yeah, my brother. Yeah, showing that belly button. <laughs> Definitely, man. Hey, man. you know what? Though, let's bring up Luisa because you know Gaspar's got the best, but you know. The funniest story was when um, when you called me up and shit and pissed off because Gaspers didn't want to make you delivery and you were like, yo, Gaspers sucks. I'm going to Emeralds. That's it. I'm at Emeralds. 72. 
because and and I was laughing because you know I went to my boss. I said, "See, you got the man going to Amarok." But the reason was is because one guy, right? We just sent him four orders, right? All four orders. He said the packages is warm, so he just got six hundred dollars worth of linguisa because he refused, he kept saying that you know he didn't his stuff was warm you know what i'm saying so we had to keep repackaging it and keep sending so finally we had to just stop it at a certain date so that we didn't keep doing that but that that's just a like that's just life because you know i i know when you gave john that um when we say his mouth was all rubbery and he was like "Mm, this is the best linguisa ever it tastes like beef jerky you know what no, I mean? no, listen. Yeah, because listen. that's, that's I left, just what happened. I left Gaspar's. I was so mad. I was going to start Charlie Davidson's right on South 2nd Street. <laughs> I started my own linguisa. But you know what? I went to Amaral's. And I'm going there for now on. I don't even, I love- need, your, I don't even need your family discount for Amaral's. All right? Or Gaspar's. I'm going to Amaral's. Hey, Gaspar's, Gaspar's, man, I love them guys, man. They, they... They treat me like, you know how, like, okay, you, you go to work and you just, you know, you, you do your job. Me, I go to work like I own the company. And they they pretty much let me own the company, so pretty soon I'm going to change the Perry. You know, and the reason I do that is because when I go to work, I just want things done, man. You know what I mean? And when I was running, when I was on the line, they used to kill me. Like, you know, just do whatever they want. And then once I get... Like you can run smooth if you help this one or do this, you know. And we're like a family now there, so you know I go there to have fun. I like I pick on people, and right away, you know I'm, I, I don't care. Like you know, I tell you ain't gonna work. What are you doing, you lazy? You know what I'm saying? And people look at you like, did that guy just say that? Yeah, I say that. You know what I mean? So, you know, I sometimes people just want to show you up, and they work a little harder, but because of your wisecracking them and they don't want you wisecracking them all day but I, I the chick I remember in in California these dudes pulled a, a gun and kicked my window in because my friend Sheldon had beat up one of their little boys and they thought he lived at my house and we were my mother had you know got some Portuguese rolls and some linguisa and you know and they were like, they smelled it, you know what I mean? They were like, oh, we're looking for this. And then, you know, I gave them some, and and they, all of a sudden, they were like, whoa, what the hell is this? And I was like, linguisa. So to that day, I say linguisa saved our lives because uh-huh. they ate the linguisa, they ate the gas with linguisa, and they never had linguisa before. And from that day on, they treated me and Gumby like part of their family. So, you know, food is to the heart of the heart, of, but it's so weird how you go from guns being drawn and your window getting kicked in over something that no one even lives here and then eating fucking linguisa, excuse me, Samuel Jackson, eating linguisa <laughs> with these guys, you know what I'm saying? And and they, they would come over and they started playing. Like, we had a little patch of grass. They would play football, like, you know, with us, with a little football. And, you know, they, they started calling us. They gave us different gangs, like, just names they just, just stopped saying. You know, and we knew they were dogging on, dogging on us by saying the name, but I didn't give a fuck. I was eating them up, Samuel. You, you had Debo, you had Debo coming through your house, right? Yeah, man. It, it, and I think you know that 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 was like a stepping stone to me loving the people in the streets because 
It was like, you know, they, to change their mind that quick. To, to, and, and I and then for me to go back and work at this place, I was like, oh wow, I'm finally repaying my debt from them saving me with the linguisa, you know. But yeah, that 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 was always a dream for me to go back to that linguisa company and sit, tell them how much it meant to me that you saved my life because I'm. It may not have saved my life, but to me, it, that's what it seemed like. They they kicked in my w window, and they were about to shoot somebody that didn't live there. You know what I'm saying? So, and what are the odds that they didn't pull the trigger? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that linguista got in their nose, and they were like, oh, whew. So anybody says black people, you know, don't love barbecues, that was a perfect example right there. They were like, oh, food stops. <laughs> Slow them right down, right? Slow them right so, down, man. Well, brother, we uh I I knew you would be definitely the one. You know, a lot of people commenting, a lot of people viewing. Um you turned the really Charlie podcast into really Kevin. You know, and I hope that we uh you know, people continue to talk about this podcast you know definitely uh really kevin and really samuel jackson it's all yeah. good man yeah i, I apologize for that man Say, I, and you know if malik had still gone to church man i, I could have turned out a little better you know what i mean yeah but, you know he could have you know you know bible study catechism whatever it is you know yeah, whatever we were doing back then you know he could have definitely you know so our boy Bobby Duwat, checking us out from Hawaii. My oh, man. man, love you. Hey, hey, child, you know what, though? I want to give a big, you know, I'm proud of them street kids like Wallace and David DePina, you know, to change themselves around, you know. And they're, they, they're, they're big hobby for me. I, I started going on trips because of the Crunchy, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we went, you know, and I we went to Six Flags and him and Mike Pina, like, you know they're 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 my heart, you know, and and I I I couldn't do enough for to keep them out of you know the space spots they were in. But when they when they when they were around me, they were good good to me, and they they treated me like gold. So I would like that. Yeah, we're going we're going six fights. We went, and I still got the stuffed animal that both of them bought me. You know what I mean? What well, won me? You know what I mean? We were like little kids. We were like yo, we're gonna play these games, you know, and you know. It's, had a couple of dollars on us and and we 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 enjoyed it with each other and and to me that was like my step i just i felt like i was the father to all of them at that time the streets but it just made me feel good you know when when i turn on that, that clock around and i look now where they are and good fathers you know what i'm saying and, and great people you know you know I, I love a lot of kids you know dirt it, i love dirt i like chad yeah. you know what i mean and and Tyrone Tyrone um, Pina he he was he was the greatest GM ever to draft in in basketball because King Cut's team was phenomenal, you know. But I my 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 first love is you know Tyrone Barron and Mike Lopes, you know what I mean, yeah. and and Joey Santos, you know. I love them guys from day one. If if I ever won a million dollars, it's definitely gonna pick them up and bring them to my pool. You know, I'll bring them back home though because I keep trying to move in with them and they keep telling me, Oh hell no, we can't deal with you. So I know definitely if, if I have money I can't clip them because they already told me they can't deal with me. So 
but yeah, they, well, you know, with the, uh, you know, um, we, we appreciate you too, man. I appreciate when you, you know, you said you babysat the kids, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, Hey, you know, funny story is cause Michelle still owes me. Um, they keep saying, where's Michelle Perry? Reason why Michelle Perry ain't on is cause she owes me babysitting fees. You know what I'm saying? And, but to re she used to get me because, you know, Y'all kids, they didn't want to be around anybody, and you. And at that time, it was like the corona of now. You just didn't trust anybody else around your kids. You know what I mean? To give them some bad influence, you know. So you and Michelle were just, you know, just you, your kids, and and do what you do. And I was appreciated that you guys only trusted your kids with me. And they, and plus, you were buying them good toys, man. You know, I, I was like, whoa, damn, I never got this, you know. So for for so many hours, we would be playing all night long. And then when you come, I was like, we got to pretend we're sleeping. And then we all just pretend we're sleeping, throw the covers on. And and then we let Michelle clean up the mess because she knew that they owed it. She's like, wow, they're sleeping? Oh, my God, my kids don't sleep. No, they're always making noise. I said, your kids are cool, man. It's <laughs> nice, you know what I mean? And that's But that, that was my first experience with nephews and nieces, you know, right then. And, and it, it just made me feel like, you know, I was like, oh, they look like me. You know what I mean? And and, and I, I just, anybody that I say is my nephew, and I just say they look like me. Don't matter if it's blood or not. You know, you just, you just have my face. You know what I mean? If I've been around you when you were a kid, you look like me. You know what I mean? Especially if they look good. You know what I mean? I, that's my face. I do that to my daughter in the bank. You know what I mean? I always say, oh, look at my face giving away free money. Yeah, mm -hmm. she she ain't giving away no free money, man. Trying to get fired? No, she she definitely does. Her her and Lena are awesome at their job, man. I'm I'm glad they, you know, I get a lot of compliments from people that see, you know, my niece and my sister. They they say they're the best at what they do. They always, you know, and, and I like that. I like I like giving compliments about them because I don't I don't use that bank, Charlie. I'm not too many family members in that bank thing. I ain't using that bank. You know, yeah, it's a good bank. It. It's a good yep. bank, but you know, they it's it's their bank, you know what I mean? I, I'm I'm good at what I do at my bank, you know. And I just go there to, I go there after I cash my check to give my wife all my money. So I don't know if I should say I don't use that bank because I I do use that bank because I get a dollar to put in my bank and the rest of my money goes in that bank. I don't know because you, know, you know you have a bank that you pay all your bills, right? It yep. just so happens that is my wife's account. You know, what I mean? let mm -hmm. them be in my account. I don't think the bills will get paid, so I think it's the right choice. Man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Hey, no. so you you recommended a guest for the Really Charlie podcast, and that's Vernon Gilmet. Yeah. So, so I already set that up. But who else would you like to? see on a really charlie podcast you know what charlie like i'm 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 really into music you know and and you know i i like some kids you know to to blossom at what they do you know what i mean so you know Dwayne durock is always another time i like to see him again Law, you know he he's he's, he's a up-and-comer you know yeah, Rality, no, I, I know he is Rality, you know in amg you know, it, they, they're growing now, you know what I mean? So, you know, I, I appreciate their, their steps they're taking from where they was, you know what I mean? So I, I think, 
you know, for the younger influence, they'd be nice to hear, you know. And um, St. Tanias, you know, he's, he's, that's, you know, that that's my, you know, my block, you know. I, I love that kid, you know, always did, you know. He's another one, you know, I'm saying. Um, uh, you know, um, I, you know, I, I, I really like, you know, to hear Hector Barros' story, you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. HB is always a quiet one, and, you know, and, and even when, like, he was doing music and me and Richie was into the, um, helping out these kids and, and we're doing different shows, you know, I met one of his, you know, one of his guys, you know, and his guys were in bad shape and, and HB, you know, try to get at him and, 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 you know, and it's just, it was a different HB for me, for him to counsel this man into trying to change his life, you know what I'm saying? And, and so you, you, we always know the music guy, but how about that other guy, you know, he's, he's, he's a real, real cool guy, you know what I mean? And, and I love, I love him, you know, and, and Cheeks can come on and you can talk about dancing and, and Scott, you know, Scott yeah, We've Ross, been trying. We've been trying to get those guys. They, you know, they, I definitely wanted to put the Ice Crew on here and um, different other, you know, uh, break dancing groups that, that we remember growing up. So I'm trying to get all of them on there. You know, the problem is a lot of them, there was a big number of them. So, yeah. you know, eventually, you know, Dave Casasio said you're gonna help me out with that, so we're gonna to try to make that happen, and um, and uh, you know I can't I can't wait to get them on there so they can tell their story, you know. Yeah, because um, see, you know when people don't realize, like back in that time, like you know, like producers could have screwed a lot of people, and that's why we didn't get famous, you know. Like you know, they they wanted you to dot dot a line, and they owned almost everything you you did because you didn't have you know ways to to come out, you know. So. Being what they did, you know that I'm a proud of them. You know they could have been a lot more further if, like, if if people we could be trusted at that time could have put their foot in for them. You know, but it is and what it back is. Back then, back then, producers are making more money than the artists. So yep. you know, and that's usually most that was the thing back then. So, but the people becoming entrepreneurs and doing the right thing and making sure that they're getting paid every time that song is being played. You know, and uh, and produce. So, but uh, you know what? You know what? Who I want? You, who I want you to talk? Okay, all right. Des Williams, right? You know this kid. You know when I was growing up, you know he was a wise kid. You know he. Everybody was saying he was going to be nothing, troublemaker. You know, and always get into trouble. And he was there with us. You know what I'm saying? And we wasn't the influence because we were making money. So you know what I'm saying? And when you see that, you know you try to. You try, you know, you you try to lean, you know, to to helping them, but you can't because you're fast. I'm I'm too fast for making money. But to see where he's he's doing now, he's doing a little sneaker thing, and he's got a yeah, baby, you know, good. and he's doing he's doing real good. And people don't understand them stories that we didn't have a chance when, when we were in the streets. Everybody get, didn't give us. They didn't want to give us a job. They didn't want to give us help. It's now you can say you can go do this. At one time, we didn't even know how to fill our applications because they wouldn't even let us in the door. You know what I'm saying? So to, to come where where it's only been so many years to being like we are, these young kids don't know, but I, I know their struggle. So that, that much people need to hear so that, you know, when you, when you wake up and say nobody can change, yeah, these people can, and they can do it right. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it takes it, you know. Ray Gant's another one you can interview, you know, I, 
I appreciate everything he did from this from the start of when he said, "Oh, I I had enough. You know, I got to do this to 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 doing right for my family and to raising, you know, my family this way and that way. You know, so you know, he's another inspiration. You know, I I, I appreciate him, but I, I I would love for you to put Neil Gomes on and tell him that uh, about King Cuts and that you know, tell him about how. His cousin Tyrone Pina drafted a team because Neil Gomes is, is like he's he knows a lot about everybody and 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 I just I just think he'd be a good interview, you know what I mean? He's he's he's, he's well, straightforward, you know. A lot of a lot of those guys, I can bring it to something what I'm gonna do, you know, coming up soon, next four weeks or so, and I'm gonna bring up a barbershop talk and where I can invite. You know, probably a, a, a number of those guys in and just talk to talk, you know, just talk about whatever we have to, you know, like if we were in a barbershop, you know, so, and, um, you know. Hey, can, can, can you get like a, a vote in for me to get an award from Michael Casacio? Because, you know, I hear he's giving out awards on the it'd be appreciated if you can give one out to somebody that cares about the street like me during the Cape Verde Independence. You know, I, so, I really would appreciate that guy, you know. He's got a selective memory, you know, and, you know, he's went to the different schools, you know, and he's some names he just can't spit out of his mouth, you know, like Charlie or Kevin um, or, or you know what, the last name Perry, he just can't do that. Yeah, he, I think that's what it is, man. I, I would love, that. though. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm on your broadcast, like I'm, I'm pleading. Can the Perrys get an award, Mike? Come on, man. We've been passed up all this times. Can we get just one award from one Cape Verdean representative that means something? You, Mike, you're the best out there, you know? Give me an award, man, for Street Preacher. Come on, I need it. Yeah. It's good, look good on myself. As you can see, I ain't got no trophies up here. Come on, man. Hey, I, I, I got a post of Michael Consacio for you, you know, yeah. put on the wall. Yeah, maybe I could do that, you know? I when I next time I go out and stuff I'm I'm I think I'm gonna paste it, put a uh, picture of him on my doorway and I'm gonna ride by Cape Verde community and see if that helps. Yeah, it might help, you know. But you know, it's it's you know Michael Conn. He went to Framingham State. You know, he was trying to fill you know follow the footsteps of Mickey Gonzalez and. You know, it, it's tough. Mike's had a tough time, man, because Mickey could shoot the ball. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I Mike, seen that. Mike, Mike's all right, man. Mike, he got, he got game. We like watching him, but you know what? Something about Consatio, man. He can't stop talking on the court. Yeah. You no, know, and and that, that's another thing. What's what do you think the conversation is at Marty's Park with George DeMello, Billy Matt, Eric Gomes? Michael Kahn. Well, I I know what the conversation is. It's about the WNB radio show that Derek Consatio is running with Brian Magnet and Steve Lopes. That's what's usually the conversation. Cause, That's what you know, conversation. Yeah, because Mike wants to, you know, he's got to bring up his brother so that maybe he'll get an award, you know, for a show. But them three are a uh, class act, too, man. I, I like them three together, you know what I mean? They, they I appreciate them for yeah, because he ain't talking about nothing at Monty's because he never gave us any respect. You know, I remember we were losing. I mean, we were losing to the to uh, the boys' club, 
Orange team. Man, and Mike called a foul on me. It wasn't even a foul. Oh, my God. He said, oh, foul. And then they went into the one-on-one, one-in-the-one after that, right? So we decided to start shooting threes. Oh, my God. We went to triple overtime, and we won the game. And you know how we won? Off a foul, Mike called from somebody slapping me. And I hit that one-in-one, and we won. Thank you, Mike, for repaying the debt. Now hook us up with some trophies, man. <laughs> well, hey, brother. You know, I love you to death. Man, I love you back, man. I'm, I'm glad Malik had enough pull for you to get you on this podcast, you know, because it was very, very difficult to get you on this podcast. I know that, you know, clicking on electronic links is hard for you, especially yeah. working working at gas bars, you know, if you worked at Amaro's, you would be able to do all these things, you know, uh, they, you can't even auto Languisa on a website at, at gas bars, you know, that was going so, on here. I stopped that because everybody started talk, messaging me and saying, Kevin, can you send us some Languisa? So I send it back to them. Oh, no, we don't do that no more. You can come by and get it, though. Yeah, yeah, well, it's too far away, man. I'm going to some no. second street. Oh, right. man. In fact, The Rock wants some turkey linguiso, so you better send it to him. I always take, I always, that, that's my guy. When he comes in, I try to have turkey linguiso for Because he comes to the store, you know, and he, and he comes in. Because I, I tell everybody, you know, he's famous and stuff like that. So, you know, even though they, you know, some of them, you know, don't know the music and stuff, but when he comes in, they're like, oh, he's going to go talk to The Rock. You know, man. Yeah, yeah. Because I showed up. Yeah. What's he do? Auto, um, autograph a piece of linguisa like a porn star? Nah, he, you know, we just take, I take the picture when he comes in and I'll put it on Facebook. And then he'll hit a smart comments like, oh, you ain't working? Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Hey, Do I says, great show. Hope to see you soon. Yeah, brother. You come on yeah, and let us know when you're here in the city, man. Definitely, uh, check you out man catch up on some, some hey times, um man charlie the greatest female dj is dj jazzy choice i love her man and um she's she's me and the rocks running partner and um it's so fun when they're together because every time the rock comes in it's, it seems when me and joyce are tired as hell and we ended up finding a way to hang with him and the rocks always talking to everybody else but us so me and George were like, did we just come with him or is, did he go by himself? So we're hoping The Rock would be like, oh, man, I'm out of here. You know what I mean? I, I, got, I got this to do because he sees us both with the eyes shut almost. And The Rock would be like, all right, we're going to the next spot, man. Let's go. And I'm like, whoa. Man. So you figure that next spot is the last one? Oh, no, not with The Rock, man. He's like, oh, we got one more spot to hit, man. I know we on me. We'll go here, you know. And it, it's so funny because by the time I get home, I'm like, I'm wide awake now, man. Where are we going home for now? And he's like, oh, I got a plane to catch. Plane to yeah. catch, man. Let's go to the next bar, I thought. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. We haven't had one of those days in a while, though, because everything's been so sad. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, we do got to get one in, though, because, you know, I, I love him, man. You know, he's, he's fun. And, you know, I remember the times where I had him fighting, you know what I mean? Because, you know, he was a skinny kid. And it was like, you got to fight, you know what I mean? And he would fight, and him and Eric would fight, and, you know, Eric was good with his hands, so Eric really taught him and Chili how to fight because he would be like, no, we're going to fight again. And 
we have everybody be out there watching them and you know them kind of stuffs don't happen no more you know what i mean we yeah. we grew up together and you know and he finally got to learn because he was he was always on punishment you know what i mean i don't know between him and mike Gloves, man they just do things i'm bad <laughs> them two must have been the worst kids in the world because they were always on punishment man you know they, it's it. just their mother cared about them too much, you know, and it, Mike, it was respect, you know. Mike Mike Lopes is on punishment so much. He, you know, he's he's always in the bathroom, man, just so yeah. you can see his friends, man. Ma, yep. I gotta go. I gotta go pee. He's sticking his head out the window. Window. Just so you can say hi. <laughs> we talk, we me, you, me, him, Donna. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Mike Lopes, we just go back and forth. And then, and the crazy thing is, Mike used to always get us in trouble because. Um, Mike, you know, Mike can just be chilling and shit. Mike always fall or something inside the tub, like, you know what I mean? So we get the, we get the, um, we get the showers all running and we're talking and making, everybody thinks we're in the shower, we're just talking to each other out the windows and yelling and, you know, and then Mike would do, like, we hear, boom! It's like, the fuck? Oh, Samuel Jackson. Mike, what'd you do? Mike, his mother say, Michael, what are you doing in there? And we're, we're all dying laughing, but now we gotta get out because now you know Donna's mother hears her saying, "What are you doing in there?" And then Grandma is like, "Hey, you guys better hook it up." You know, Grandma's the worst too because he's young, you know, going all crazy, you know. So it'd be what it is, and Mike always got us in trouble, man. And we had to hey, stop. Hey, look at him. Here's another one. Stop the bullshit. Come on, Mike. Hey, I was Mike, with lying, man. Mike, how about double when we threw the party for double? And in your house, and double fell down your stairs, and we thought he was gonna break the door. Oh my God! You know, cousin double, right? Yeah. We they went. Yeah, these guys. You know, it was his birthday. We skipped school. Well, not me because I was graduated already. But they skipped school. You know, so Mike's like, this was when Mike was trying to be a man. Now, you know what I mean? He's he, his mother went to work. He's like, we're gonna stay at my house and chill. You know what I mean? So me, Chao, and Mike Lopes. You know, Mike's mother's working, and we're all in there. Doubles him. Double goes upstairs to go to the bathroom. When he goes to the bathroom, he comes back downstairs, but he falls down the stairs. All you hear was, and then he said, bam! And we thought the door was gone. Nope. I said, damn, that door is fucking tough. Because Bino Double's big, you know what I mean? He's a big boy. He should have went through that door, but... We were like, we're out of here, because <laughs> we knew everybody heard that. We just we just left, man. We jumped in Chael's car and left, because that was the loudest noise we ever heard. But <laughs> in wild eyed days, man, I don't know. People gonna, can talk gonna, you into doing it. We're going to get Reverend Chael on the, on the podcast, too. Yeah, man. Yeah. He's doing good things. but uh, You know who else, too? Who, who, like, because my ball game really stepped up with Greg Rogers learn to play street ball because you know he was under eddie and and eddie you know was like ah, whatever so me and spanky took him to the coops with jay carrero and we yep. taught them a lesson and we would whip their butts in basketball and spanky you know chubby but we just we just they couldn't dribble around us they couldn't do things that we we just would do you know what i mean and so uh, for a long time, Stephen Rogers was the best Rogers in the family. You know what I mean? And then, 
you know, Greg started coming with us to play in the hoops, started playing it, and he got better and better and better until I just said, we're going to, we're going to these courts like this and, you know, and, you know, keep, because, you know, at that time they were like, oh, you know, we can push him around, you know what I mean? They're like, no, we're going to get tough, you know, taught him how to be tough and he never turned his back ever than that. He just, he just rose after that. Once you, once you get that first burst of you can, you can elbow somebody else instead of you being elbowed all the time, you know what I'm saying? It, it feels good, you know what I mean? Like you can start beefing up and you can start manhandling these boys because they're really wussies. And he realized they're wussies underneath, you know what I mean? It wasn't ball players at that time underneath, you know? Everybody was outside shooting, whatever, you know? And I told him, go get it because, you know, he, he didn't think the line was rebounding. Yeah, man, rebounding you, rebounding leads to other things, man. Start it out right now. Grab them rebounds and, and be the man you can be. If that's what your coach wants you to do, do it. And he did it. And then he learned how to shoot. And then all of a sudden he can shoot now. You know what I mean? And just to me, it was like an overnight sensation. You know, it's, it's like, Eddie, you wasn't using him right. I'm going to do something with him. And he, I mean, not to say. And then Greg did everything else himself. You know, he, he put the work in. He... He went to different places to play. He, he, you know, he went to Fairhaven. He went to Cushioner. He went. To the, he went everywhere. He just once he he fell in love with the game, and once you fall in love with the game, it, it takes you a different level. So yes, Greg Rogers would be definitely would be, you know, because he he's moved up. He's you know I think he's working a lot of firm and stuff. But he you know he's he's real good. he's real good interview. I think right about now. Yeah, he's uh, Greg. Greg was a good ball player, you know. You know that 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 Mazda pickup. You know if that thing could tell some stories, man, you guys be in trouble. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know his mother's truck was his father's truck. It was his father's truck, but yeah, man, that that truck, man. Oh my God, from all of us, you know what I mean? It's it's just crazy. We, just, you know, and people, the 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 funniest shit is because. As soon as Spanky popped, everybody just jumped in the back of the truck and whatever, and Spanky couldn't throw them out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was like, oh, now everybody's in there. And then Spanky, now he got a whole group of people. He's just like, let's take them anyway. And he, you know, we used to go to cemeteries. And and then, you know, when you go to cemeteries at night, you hear things you ain't supposed to hear. We'd be like, oh, did you see that ghost? Oh, my God. Oh, and we jumped back in the truck. We're gone somewhere else, you know? And... There's places we used to go, we always think something happened, man, and we, we'd be gone. One time, man, in that truck, we had a keg of beer and uh, then um, some wine and and then a couple of cases of Bud Light that we had, you know. We had from, somebody left it in the truck from some bar. I don't know how it got there, but it got there. So we took it, right, and we were in the lake, and then... Um, these, these these cops came and shit. So we threw it all in the water. You know what I mean? And we just left it all in the water and shit. And the cops like, what are you guys doing over here? And you know cops, if they ain't got their donut, they're real nasty. So they were all on us and they were real punks, you know what I mean? To us like, yo, what you doing out here? We're like, we just come out for a swim. It's late. He's like, all right, yeah, well, don't, don't be playing around here. And you guys ain't got no liquor. And... We were like, no. He's like, well, I'm going to search. And he started searching. Man, this dude had the keg in between his legs. The the wine 
coolers and all them other stuff were on the other side. He saw everything. He had a flashlight, Charlie. He went on that flashlight, whatever, and he went by that, and we were like, we were like, oh, we doing that. We're like, because we were up on top, we were like, oh. Like, he should have known when we were going, oh. He was close, you know what I mean? He thought, he must have thought we were throwing up or anything because we all did that at the same time. Oh, he's going to see it. You know what I mean? And he passed by it. He went back, and then, you know, he, he turned back around and looked one more time, and he, he kind of, like, almost fell, but he didn't realize he just fell over the wine, and he he just didn't want to look, like, embarrassed that he just fell. So he kind of, like, you know how you catch yourself falling and don't want no one else? Like, did they see that? No. Yeah, we seen that. But we only seen it because we were looking at the wine. But y'all cool, man. You know, in our minds, like what we were saying, just get out the fucking water, Samuel Jackson. Get, and so he gets out the water, and then he tells us, all right, you guys have a good night. You guys got to be out of here. If I come back and you're still here, then I'm going to have to get you. I'm going to do what, you know, what the cops say. I don't know what they say. I believe them, but I know they couldn't do nothing at then because I'm an adult now. But at then, I don't know what they could have did, but take the liquor and give it back to me because that's what they used to do. Mm. You know what I mean? But anyways, so. <laughs> oh, man. So. We jumped it back in the truck. We threw all the liquor out, and we got the hell out of there, bad out of hell, man. And we got we got back home. I mean, we went back to Lee Will's house because Lee's grandmother was the best. She didn't want kids out in the street, so she would let us all just, you know, let's chill in the, in the basement, you know, and we chilled there, you know. I used to call Lee a lethal weapon, yeah. lethal Wills. That's her name. If you see her, a lethal weapon because she was a weapon. <laughs> Oh, Sick. my God. But she was my buddy, man. You know, they were all with Tracy Gomes. I used to have fun. Over. Jake Gomes' house. Oh, my God. We Oh, you didn't know about girls versus boys? Oh, man. We had Buck, you know, and Buck got his sister and Tracy and all them. They want to decide to wet us all up. You know what I mean? So they're having a water fight. And Jake Gomes' house. Whoa, we get in trouble. We get in trouble. You know what I mean? This is Big Jake, you know what I'm saying? And we're over there and them. So um, they poisoned Buck's milk. They put, they, Buck said he wanted milk. They put cologne and uh, mustard and <laughs> bacon soda and stuff. <laughs> and, and, then, and Buck's like, Missy, you better not attend nothing to my milk. She goes, Tony, come on. I wouldn't do that to you. And Tony, you better not. I'm your brother. And and Buck drank that milk, and man, it was all that shit, man. He was pissed. He was mad. He was like, it's on now. Man, We grabbed, he grabbed a bucket of water. He just drenched Missy. So now we're, we're throwing water water all over Jake's house. So we did somebody's bright idea to say, why don't we just have the water fight in the basement so we don't wet everything upstairs so we go in the basement. Right. Now we're in the basement. The girls decide they want to fill up, I don't know, maybe a 50-gallon buck of water. I don't know, Charlie, but it was a lot of water. They tried to throw it down the stairs to get us all at once, and it went all inside the TV. Oh, my God. The TV. Oh, lost the TV, right? Yep. So now, you know, Tracy tells Jake. Jake says, um, what TV? The TV downstairs is out, is burned out, Daddy. Daddy, she, he puts it on. 
the TV work. She told on us for nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. But uh, yeah. we're gonna have to do this again, brother. You know. Yeah, we now. are, man. Yeah, My phone's about to die, so gotta make this a quick one. Make sure you uh, you know, find your glasses so your wife won't put you on punishment. You know. Uh, she's probably. I got it stuck in the room. It's the best time. That's the reason why I kept going, because I haven't seen her in a while. And I was like, woo, if I stay on this, she'll stay in that room. You know what I mean? Won't come yeah. out here. I can have the house to myself for once, you know? So it's a, it's, it's, it's really number one in my history right now. You know, first, first on the podcast, now I get my house for a whole hour by myself. Oh, my God, man. Woo! Well, he was, I'm telling Charlie, if Kim wasn't on, I'd be running around naked right now, chilling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Naked oh, Kevin. man. Yeah, you know, hey, that's that's the one thing when you get old, man, and all the kids, because I had people living with me, you know, and I was like, oh, man, I can't wait to get out of here. You know what I mean? I was like, nobody's ever going to leave, because I, I don't want money when you stay with me. I just want you to have up and get, get some money to, so you can get your own rent and get out then. You know, that's how I am. So, you know, it took them a while, you know, but once they get it, they're done. But now I'm finally, you know, living my dream, Woo! going on vacation and stuff. You know what I mean? I never knew I could do this, man. Oh, yeah. Whew. Well, awesome. Yeah, it is. But I, I don't think it's going to stay for long because if I get if I get retired and I get a house, you know, um, and I move to Florida, I, you know, Brandon and Nikita will be there right there. And Arissa already wants to be gone, too. So they'll be all right back with me. But I'll be old enough now that I don't care. I, you know what I mean? So, That's it. Well, I love it. I love this show. Great podcast. Uh, um, definitely my favorite one. I had Kevin Perry, also known as Samuel Jackson, on the podcast. <laughs> I can use that, you know, on my YouTube video that will be, you know, airing pretty soon. You know, uh, so thank you for this great podcast. And for the listeners out there, if you're still with us. Continue to watch the Really Charlie podcast on StreamYard, Facebook, Anchor, Spotify, and on the YouTube channel. So, oh, Kevin, don't forget Mother's Day tomorrow. Make sure you get that gift. Yeah, I'll go see mine in the morning. I always do, you know. It's just like a tradition, you know. But um, I love you guys, man. Newbie, I love every one of you guys from South End to the West End, man. Um, truly my brother's. Everybody that, you know, that I fought with, I'm still in love with now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I give blessings to my, um, to everything that I got in life, you know, and I, I really love everybody, you know, that, that's in my life, you know, and I'm appreciated. You know, God first, you know, family second, you know, and faith always, you know. I love you guys. Be safe, Charlie. Number one podcast, brother. man. Malik, I love you. Malik, bro. we love you too, bro. Yeah, oh, Malik. Hey, huh. go to Malik. church, buddy. Go to church, yeah. man. Please go to, go church. to church, man. All right. Inspire, you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, bro. Be safe, All man. All right, man. Take care. Love All you, right. bro. Peace. I love All you right. back. All right. Say, man. Tisha, love you. That was Kevin Perry. I mean, I knew he was going to do his thing. You know, a.k.a. Samuel Jackson. That's him. 
I, I got no buzzer here. I got no beeper for my brother. You know, and I never, I expect him to swear a lot. You know, but I can't keep track of it. You know, can't. So, a good dude, good man, funny man. My Michael Epps of my family is Kevin Perry. You know, my brother Malik, thank you. Thank you for uh, suggesting that we get Kevin on this podcast. Because without you, he wouldn't have been on here. I sent him a lot of invitations. Every week I was trying to get him on here. But, you know how it is. He does what he does, you know. As you've seen. Funny, funny podcast. Kept me laughing. Still got water in my eyes. But, that's the thing. When you grow up with a brother. I never had to look for a best friend. Never did. I had the best friend living with me. You know, had him with me all the time, no matter where we were in New Bedford, L.A., you know, he was there. Never needed to look for friends when I had my brother with me. So, but it was, it was a lot of fun, you know. We had Malik later on, you know, coming up, you know, that was that was interesting. That was very interesting because we had that little brother right with us, you know. And um, he didn't say much, and he didn't snitch. Yeah, Kevin snitching all day, all during this podcast, snitching, snitching. Malik, Malik didn't tell on us. Good little brother, man. I love you. Proud of you. And uh, going to have to take care of Nicole for us, man, because uh, we did a lot of talking about her. So, you know, just take care of that for me, brother. All right, everyone. Please, please join me on the podcast every few days. I try to keep you informed with different guests. Um, next show is coming up. Uh, don't know the dates right now, but I got a few this week. So please stay tuned. Like it and comment. I mean, it really means a lot to me. And when the podcast is live, share, share, share. Take care, everyone. Have a great night. Appreciate you. Mask those beautiful faces. Hand sanitizer and wash your hands. Stay blessed. Be blessed.